thumbs up for the podcast, you know, even though they may not be in lingerie, you know. <laughs> yeah, I can't because, do that in my car. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> um, nah, um, because even to the point that my mom always said you gotta look your best when you come out, because you never know who you run into, you know. Hey, um, that's the truth. And everything, and uh, shoot, and you looking very nice, even even giving us a little bit of cleavage, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> so how has your day been and everything how was your weekend ah uh, my weekend was good i actually took yesterday off from working so that was nice like no social media none of that uh today was back to i'm heading to vegas on wednesday so i had to get the nails done start prepping for vegas oh gosh you got some shoots coming up yeah Quite a few, so. <laughs> so how much do you, how often do you shoot? How much do you shoot? Cause I know it's just um, demand to keep up with everything. So, this is still my first year. I was working mm-hmm. like three or four weekends a month. Now mm-hmm. I've got it to where I can schedule, and only have to work two weekends a month or like a three or four day window. Mm-hmm. So that's what I'm doing this month. I'm only gonna be away from home for four days for the whole month of March. Mm-hmm. And I'll get all my shoots done in that four days. And you work a nine to five along with this, am I correct? No, I don't. I actually, um, I was when I first started, mm-hmm. but it was literally, I think, two months in. I mm-hmm. walked away from my nine to five and just. Yeah. See, now, now, now because I'm going to tell you why I say that. Because when people hear you say work, they automatically going to assume nine to five. I want them to understand. That what we do is work, motherfuckers. It is it a is. job. It is. You got to play and stuff. You're working, like you're messaging uh, your supporters on your sites. You're sitting there messaging them. You're editing content, sending out content, playing in new content. It's a lot. Yeah, it, it is a lot. So with that being said, Miss Lady, hello, smokers. As you see, we started off hot as usual. You know where you are. You know what the smoke brings and what it is. We talk about the Smokers Lounge. I'm your host, Kevin Arthur Southern Champ, a.k.a. The Porn Rap Star. Y'all know what it is. Find all my links with one link, allmylinks.com, backslash Porn Rap Star. I'm going to go through this real quick. Four wonderful sponsors for you to enjoy. The first one being the Facebook Ads community, lsworld.com. Next up, the highest adult magazine in the game. HorizonCentralMagazine.com for your content creation 90% profit and for your consumers a new place to consume your triple S content. ExciteBunny.com. Award, last but not least, award winning, award nominating. Voice over with some smut. And they even got a VR section. I'm talking about none other than BlushErotica.com. Also, we're a proud member of the GW District Black Podcasting Network. So go over to ShopGWDistrict.com and buy some stuff. Also, in the mornings, five days, we go to FullySwapRadio.com and listen to me chop it up with adult films finest as we talk about everything for the business, sexuality, and whatever the conversation may lead us. And you can find it on FullySwapRadio.com. Also, check me out on the SkyhawkAfterDarkTV.com app as well as the BGPLLC app. Now, I'm going to show up and let these gorgeous, beautiful smile, beautiful eyes, and one of the nicest asses I've ever seen in porn, introduce herself. <laughs> Hi, I'm Omaya, the BBW goddess, and I do have a nice ass. So. <laughs> oh, yes, you do. I, I've been looking at it all day, doing my research and everything on your Twitter feed now. And um, so, like you were saying, you quit 
your nine to five to do this full time, you know, period. So one, what got you into this? And then two, when did you know it was right to go full time? So I actually joined the sex industry in 2018 mm-hmm. as a stripper. And then I ended up uh, kind of leaving the club and I started mm-hmm. working at the warehouse just because it was just easier. The clubs mm-hmm. in Kentucky really aren't that great. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, I did that. And then I was still doing some lingerie modeling, some topless mm-hmm. modeling, like implied nude on the side mm-hmm. while I was working at the warehouse. And then I went to my first Exotica in 2021. Mm-hmm. And that in- introduced me to people. Mm-hmm. I wasn't in the like porn side of it yet, but that introduced me to people. Mm-hmm. And then I went online. I started, I made a Twitter and I made an Instagram then. Mm-hmm. And Plumper Pass contacted me early last year, like mm-hmm. February last year. Yeah, that's when I, I first like, saw you. Yeah. See, and February last year is when the shoot was planned. And then it didn't drop until June. We shot mm-hmm. it and it dropped in June. And I was just like, fuck it. Might as well go all the way if I'm going to do it. <laughs> so, so okay. So, first you start in the strip club. Yeah. So, um, because I know strip clubs, they're very body conscientious. They just keep it 100 or what have you. Uh, was you surprised that he allowed you to dance in the strip club? And how was your experience? So the first clubs I went to, they said no, like right off the bat, because I tried to start at the strip club earlier, like mm-hmm. 19, 20 years old. It did not happen. I started doing the lingerie modeling mm-hmm. and I had the nice photos. So I sent them in to a club in Kentucky because they had like auditions coming up and you had to send in pictures before you were allowed to even come to the auditions. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, come on, because they seen how put together and stuff I was they're like come on audition if you can dance well mm-hmm. you have a good attitude we'll see what happens so I was definitely the only big girl working for them but that was trust me I'm pretty sure <laughs> so I mean how did the, the, the patrons take to you ah uh, some of them absolutely fucking love me because mm-hmm. they like big girls and you were the only one in the building yeah I was the only one in the building and uh I can talk about whatever. We can have a professional conversation. We can talk about football. We can talk about whatever you want to talk about. If you're an engineer, we can go down that road. I know mm-hmm. quite a few things. But, uh, and then some of them, they might not have liked my body, but they like talking to me. Mm-hmm. Give you a little shoulder rub or something, you know what yeah, I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't see how I can't nobody like that pretty smile of yours. And then you walking around in the, in the triple outfit, the heels, that booty. Shit. And that's another thing. I have a woman in Memphis that makes my outfits, full figure mm-hmm. fashion. So she makes stripper outfits for the big girls. So it looks good. You have stuff on your body that looks good. I'm not in there wearing something that doesn't look good on my body. Mm-hmm. So you got to be together. Yeah, I feel you on that. So, shoot. So, what made you decide to leave the strip club? It just wasn't lucrative enough, or it was kind of draining just being around because I would be in there sober for one so it was yes I'm gonna write a book when I'm like 40 or something on all this <laughs> but it was draining just it was just draining mm-hmm. 
There was one club I worked at that was nice. It was uh, more of your money throwing type of club. It got closed down, so it was back to the gentleman's club, and that's just yeah. The gentleman club to me is not as fun as a regular no. regular strip club because you can only do like topless and you can't touch, you know. And um, shit like strip club where you can touch, they got VIP. It's to me more fun, and girls make more money. To be honest with you, in my opinion, they do, and I mean. If you're in a club where you're allowed to be throwing ass wherever you want to throw ass and they're yeah. throwing money, you're leaving with more instead of sitting there having to talk to somebody for 15, 20 minutes trying to get a dance. Like that's, I would rather just go work my ass off dancing and yeah. make money than sit there and convince people to get a dance. Like that's not. Well, hell yeah, I'm sorry. I'm just loving your southern accent. I just love a good country <laughs> girl. I just find it sexy. <laughs> Well, thank you. Thank you. <laughs> oh, man. So, so after all this, you leave the club, you back into your nine to five, and then, of course, Plumber Pass started calling. Um, yeah. Now, how did they find you? Would they just find you on Twitter, or they found yeah. you on Twitter? They found me on Twitter. I don't, I didn't even have, like, a thousand followers on Twitter yet. Like, it was crazy. I didn't even know who Plumper Pass was at first. I didn't. Like, I didn't know nothing about, like, the porn companies. Mm. One of the guys I worked with at my 9 to 5 was like, oh, you need to be on Plumper Pass. You need to be on Plumper Pass. And yeah. then, like, like, I don't know. You know how your phone's here? Here, yeah. what you're talking about. Yeah. Plumper Pass shows up on my Twitter. I'm like, let me follow them. Mm. What about. And then uh, I've been a fan of Sophia Rose for years. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is who she's worked with some. Like, when yeah, the Plumber Pass is, is legendary. They 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 been in the business for years, and trust me, Clinton made, made his bones in his business. He, he deserves his roses. Yeah, Everybody. yeah. He so, so, now, okay, they hit you up. And was you already kind of looking to do boy-girl porn content I prior to this? I was not, because I hadn't done any kind of boy-girl content for my site. Like, I had a very small OnlyFans, like, you know, a couple mm -hmm. pictures. And, uh... So, so you weren't even doing solos? No, not, no. Like, my first... <laughs> you weren't doing no type of fucking on camera. <laughs> my first scene was uh, a boy-girl with Lumper Pass, like, just straight out the gate. Yeah, you cut your teeth hard. Because that no, because seriously, it's hard to find a girl that's fresh off the boat, meaning that she has not done anything on camera other than take pictures. It's very rare. Because if nothing else, at bare minimum, they did solos and played with dildos on camera. You know what I'm saying? So you coming straight off the box just being straight of a pinup model and a former stripper with no on-camera video experience. Oh shit. Okay. Okay. No doubt. I Got a lot better since then. <laughs> uh, I'm pretty sure you probably knocked it out the box the first go around. Cause oh, a lot I mean, of ladies, it looks great, but I've definitely learned a lot since then. But. So, so all right, so let's unpack this first shoot, right? Because we love we love unpacking shoots here on my show. <laughs> you know, because a lot of shows don't do that, but mine does. We talk about it now. You made a decision to go ahead and do boy girl. But before we go to you walking on set. What made you go ahead and say, fuck it, I'm going to go ahead and do a fuck scene? Because one thing to ask you to do a solo is nothing to ask you to fuck somebody. I mean, 
my opinion on it was let's just fucking do it. Like let's let's just fucking do it. I mean I like you. <laughs> she said, fuck it. Why put my toe in the pool where I could just dive in? Fuck all that. <laughs> that scene, my first scene blew the fuck up because because of that. If I would have done yeah. solo, it probably would have been like down here. Well, actually, because not only that, that was your first scene. So no one had ever seen you did any fucking of any kind, you know, period. And, you know, because that's how it supposed to be back in the day, that they didn't want girls that already had kind of did work. They wanted girls that have, done, have not really done anything because it, they felt it made a bigger impact when the scene dropped. Because now I got to find her. I don't know where she's at. You know what I'm saying? And that's the only place where they can see you actually in action and fucking, you know, period. That's that, that's just the old school mentality things, you know, period. Well, they definitely found me after that. So. <laughs> <laughs> so, I so you get on set, you see that this is official. This ain't no bullshit. Um, cause you you went to Florida, am I correct? Yes. So flew you out, all that good shit. We know how we know how Puma Pass do. And um, what was your thoughts when you walked on set, seeing the cameras, the lights, like looking like it's a Hollywood set? You feel well, me? They definitely have some huge lights, so that was a little different. Uh, I'm used to being in front of the camera, the posing side, so yeah. that was that was fine. It was nice to have a makeup artist, somebody mm. to do my hair for me. That was nice. Uh, other than that, I kind of, I was a little bit nervous, but my first scene partner was Preston Parker, and he was great. He helped me a lot with just walking me through the scene. Mm -hmm. So he made me comfortable. He knew it was my first scene. That helped. But other than that, it really wasn't like nerve wracking. Mm -hmm. Yeah, because because when you do paid gigs, sometimes you don't get the opportunity to meet the talent beforehand versus when you do content. So like, because that's very important because it's the male talent job, just as much as it's your job to make each other feel comfortable. So that the scene can go smoothly. So, what's some of the things that he did to help you relax and come down your nervousness and anxiety and all that shit? Cause this is your first time doing this. You know what I'm saying? For one, he was calm. He wasn't trying to be like all over me. I've experienced mm -hmm. some people, but he wasn't like that. Um, he told me what I needed to do for the camera, like mm -hmm. how to with the camera how to position my body before mm -hmm. we started he uh told me like what positions we were going to do like three or four different things mm -hmm. we were going to and we would cut to make mm -hmm. sure i was still okay everything mm -hmm. was still good now thankfully i really don't have to cut for a scene yeah that first one probably had probably probably five cuts or something <laughs> <laughs> but yeah anyway just being calm and telling me what we're going to do what's about to happen how my body needs to be angled so the shot looks good that helped me a lot so yeah so so after that um did you immediately started looking to shoot content for yourself like that or did you start just getting paid gigs and then down the line you decided to do content. So I already had 
a shoot scheduled for my own content with Mars Black. I don't know if you know who he is. Yeah, I know you're talking about. So he was my first male collab for myself. We had that planned uh, for June. We had that planned for about three months. We talked for about three months before. So that was actually planned. I had Plumper, uh, Plumper Pass planned, and then I had Mars planned, and then I had uh, my next collab after that was with Finney. So all those were planned, and we went back and forth with each other. So I was planning to shoot my own. Mm. It was just trying to space it out. It, it, so basically it was like you already had the plan to shoot boy content for your shit. It just so happened Plumper Pass came a call. <laughs> Yeah, it kind of sealed the deal. Like, yeah, I need to go, boy, girl. Yeah, I, I got a pay gig. Won't even expect it. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, I shoot a lot of girl, girl. Mm. To be fair, girl, girl is really on my OnlyFans. Girl, girl is my top top request on there. So I shoot mm. with a lot of other BBWs, uh, mm. thicker girls. Mm. I'll shoot with anybody type. I just haven't. You got to find the women that are willing to shoot with you. So yeah, that's, yeah, that's yeah. Because because the way that we were taught in porn that you're not posting mixed sizes, which I found kind of crazy, you know. Period. The reason, hence, for the the genres that yeah. came about, you know. Um, so it's it when it comes to because you started with a major company, and as anybody know, once you start here, you have to stay here or go above. Anything yeah. else is below is going to kill your your momentum. So, um, you said you you work with Mars, and then of course you work with Fanny. Shouts out to Fanny who's doing his thing and everything. What did you take into account with these guys that made you say I would do content trade? Because uh, understand these two guys were well known male talent, which means there's something that. They just didn't come to you with bubble gum and big dick. Exactly. And mm. I don't like bubble gum and I really don't mm. like dick. So, <laughs> but they came to me before I was shooting Boy Girl for one. Mm. I told them then that that wasn't something I was interested in. Mm. So, originally I had said no to them. They weren't jerks about it, they weren't any kind of asshole. We just kept communication back and forth. Mm. And I was like, you know what? I'm ready. Let's set something up. Mm-hmm. They know how to perform on camera. Mm-hmm. Uh, know how, what kind of lighting needs to be used. Mm-hmm. Different angles. Look, I'm about to turn the slide. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, the lighting, the camera angles. Mm-hmm. Sorry, let me turn this off again. There we go. And knowing how to perform. Mm-hmm. I care about the quality that I put out. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna say 80% of the videos I put out are shot by a videographer. There's mm-hmm. light. If there's not a videographer there, we have three or four different angles that we cut mm-hmm. the video mm-hmm. so it looks like there's a videographer. God, I respect y'all for that shit. That's a lot of editing. <laughs> Pure it is. Like when you do the easy shit is when you have a camera guy or you just is a POV, a tripod, or a camera guy, the easiest shits to edit. When you talk about that three camera from three different angles, mm, yeah. that's different, the different level of editing on that end. So, because um, 
moving forward, guys don't realize that you got to bring something to the table, experience, and 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 the whole nine. Because, or even more important, what I wanted to pick it back on was, I remember Mel Talent said. He told me a story similar to where a girl said no, but then eventually she said, yeah, you know, speak to because sometimes guys think that y'all mind is set and finite. Like, for example, you might run to a male talent. You might tell them no, but then you might be open to work with him later. Speak to sometimes you might change your mind on a talent that you might have said no to at first. And see, I might have said I might say no to people because. My schedule is already full. And for me, paid shoots come first. And then I try to fit in some collabs. And like I said, girl girls is what sells the most for me. Mm-hmm. If I'm working with a male talent, I need him to have all of his shit together. Mm-hmm. Or, I mean, it might happen in the next year or so. Like, that's... Yeah, it, it, because the thing of it is, is that what she might say no then, but it depends upon how you react to the no. Can we can tell, tell if she say yeah in the future, you know, period. Because sometimes you, you might look at him, he's like, he ain't hot enough yet, you know. Because like you said, your main content that sells for you is girl, girl. <clears throat> Boy, girl sells, but the girl, girl goes faster. Yeah. Which means that you're not in need of boy girl as much, which means that you're more particular about what male talent that you're going to shoot. Yes. You know? and I, like right now, I have enough content for my sites until June. So I have my videos ready. This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Edit it. Because mm-hmm. whenever I get time to shoot with somebody, I like to shoot two or three scenes with them. Mm-hmm. And then space that out over five months. Like, that's kind of what I've been doing. And then I'm not, I don't put myself in a space where I have to collab with people. Mm. I try to have stuff ready so I can do my paid shoots. Because I still do, I still do quite a bit of photo shoots. Like, not everything I do is hardcore. Mm-hmm. So I try to have all my stuff together. So I'm not in a position where I have to collab with somebody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because uh, God never forget when I talked to Lynn from Canada and I would try to do a collab with her. She said, nah, I'm only doing pay gigs. I got enough dicks for collab. I said, you go, girl. I, I, <laughs> it's it's just the truth of it. And for newer, I know I'm still new, but at this point, like, I know what the fuck I'm doing. I know how to make a good scene. You having a strong rookie year. Let's just keep it 100. You having a strong rookie year. So, like, if you're a newer male talent, you'll get tested, and you're willing to pay me a little bit for me teaching you how to do the scene, for one, bringing the lighting, bringing everything, mm-hmm. you an awesome scene. I'll do that sometimes. I'm not mm-hmm. saying I'll every time, but I'll do that sometimes, because, one, you get the awesome scene, two, I'm teaching you how to shoot, and I'm giving you some advice for your online stuff. Like it's not just the scene. 
So I'm I'm open to that sometimes. I know a lot of people don't want to do that because they want to collab, but I mean, nah, I, it's, I, I it, hate to work with them, so. I mean, not because the way that you're packaging it, it's you're getting a scene with a consultation service. Yeah. So versus versus uh, you got to pay me and give me the content. Yeah, nah. It's if if you're gonna work with him on a content trade or he gonna pay you for a scene, it shouldn't be both. I don't give a damn. He brand new, you know. Period. At the end of the day, that what now if his shit look crappy, <laughs> shit. Trust me, I didn't tell my my cameraman some scenes I done did. You keep that, buddy. I ain't using that shit. <laughs> you can put it up. I'm not putting it up. I did terrible. She was I, terrible. I think I've had one scene that I'm like, that shit's not going on any of my stuff. <laughs> <laughs> oh hell yeah. It'd be some it'd be some throwaways. You you run to a few here and there. But uh so now with that being said, because with your content, how much of it do you film when you travel? Or do you do a lot of your filming when it comes to you do content houses? Like, how do you get your, you know, your collabs? Because you have the content house where, you know, girls go to the content house, get a lot of content. Then, of course, hey, I feel like going to Vegas. Let me connect with some people in Vegas so I can do content. Which one works best for you? So I have not done a content house yet. Okay. I'm actually in one in June. <laughs> yeah, I figured, fuck it. If I want to do one, I might as well kind of have a little bit of control over it. And you got you got to have you got to have a grace of discovery. Yeah. <laughs> so for now, it's just been traveling. So I'll do my paid shoots, and then after them, I'll collab. Mm -hmm. So that's how it's how it's worked. I am in Kentucky, so I do have mm -hmm. to travel for everything. So. So so when you do like so the only time you do travel is when you have your paid gigs, correct? Yes, like I'm not at this so, point. I'm not. Gonna so that me. means you really get it in yeah. when you travel when it comes to your content. Like, how many scenes do you like look to shoot outside of your paint? I try to do, unless I'm just like fully booked for paid scenes, and sometimes that happens. But I try to do like two or three creators. Mm -hmm. I'll try to work film and make anywhere from like five to six scenes because I try to. If you like could, me. You like me. Yeah, I like yeah. you. I like you. Actually, we could have rolled together back in the day. <laughs> yeah, see, like, if you can collab with me for two hours, we can yeah. definitely knock out two scenes with pictures, yeah. like, just yeah. in and just knock it out. Yeah. Especially girls. Like, girl girls are... We can get those in. <laughs> yeah, because I used to knock out at least... I don't knock out six scenes of the day. Um... Four about four, maybe four of them, maybe boy girl. The rest is like fetish blowjob or titty fuck. Even where I had the nut each time, so <laughs> so I, I'm just saying. So I I know what can be done. Cause I was like, all right, because depending on the rate that you get your your pay gigs and the time frame that you in that city, and for you to have shit backed up, that means that you had to do a lot of work each stop. Yeah. A bunch of scenes or what have you. It's the point that, yeah, yeah, yeah. Even if you had some flakes, you didn't have many. <laughs> yeah. Well, if I do have people that cancel, I usually have two or three people that I've told, like, hey, I'm booked. Yeah. But if something happens and we both get canceled on, 
let's work together. Or I'll go just upload some content or edit some content. So if somebody cancels on me, I just keep it moving, you know? Which speaks to your popularity because that big dude just be like, I hope someone cancels. <laughs> <laughs> she got, look, she got, she got talent in case of emergency, goddamn. Case of emergency talent. No, but, but, but that speaks to volume of your work and what you've been doing because that shows that a lot of people like working with you and that you have money making potential as a female talent. Yeah, that's that's the <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, because it's important that uh like I said, you don't fall into the trap of melding in with your pictures or anything like that. Like you give nothing but professional, good looking, pin up ish material on your Twitter and on your social media. Um it to you, you kind of understand part of the dressing of what we do is to be a sex symbol. You know, yeah. speak to being a sex symbol and becoming one and understanding it. So for me, the quality of it is everything. The quality and the editing part. You can't be somebody that performs on videos if you're having your photos heavily edited and then you show up at a completely different person. Mm -hmm. You need to be you. You need to embrace every bit of your body. Mm -hmm. You need to learn how to dress it. You need to learn what makeup looks good on you, what hairstyles look good on you. Mm -hmm. So you can be the best sex symbol you can be. Mm -hmm. Learn how to pose your body. You don't have to look at what this person's doing because that might not work for you. You have to learn how to present yourself the best way possible. Like what you said earlier, you never know who's going to mm -hmm. see you. You never know who's going to see it. Like I occasionally post, um, I had a lot of people thinking that I wasn't a real person mm -hmm. like the first couple months <laughs> because everything was um, professional photos and stuff. Mm -hmm. So I have started posting like a couple no makeup pictures, a couple mm -hmm. like just regular. But, but, but think about it. It took someone to say that for you to post the other side of pictures. That I posed to be. You're getting my best first. Yeah. Then if you want to see my regular, yeah, because you're still not losing the allure of being a big star in their eyes. That where girls don't understand where the money comes from. Because the more I reveal you, the more I willing to pay to look at you. Yes. Yes. I have guys that um actually pay more for like video chats and stuff when I don't have makeup on. Because they want to see that side of me, they they really don't get to see that side of me because I mainly post mm -hmm. the professional work. So, and it and it doesn't. Um, I feel like you should give your best self first, mm -hmm. and then they kind of respect you a little bit more whenever you show other sides of you because mm -hmm. they're getting to know you more. You know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It, it's like we we seen the star you now we can see the regular you. Yes. You know, period. So we know. Because also, here's the other part. If she looked good without the makeup, that yeah. makes it even better. See, that's yeah. the kick. <laughs> so, people, you know what time of the show it is. It's at that time where the pussies go dry, the dicks go limp. Let's talk about the business. <laughs> and you know what time of this is. This is where we really get serious at the show for a little bit. And um, now with you, you're a little bit different because... You didn't start off having content. You were doing pics and stuff of that nature. Um, so with you, when you started 
putting up your own content? What sites was you looking at and what sites you went with? So um, I already had the OnlyFans started for like sexting, like a little bit of stuff. Mm -hmm. And I made a mini vids just so I could have a video store. Mm -hmm. that I kind of went with stuff that was easier, already set up platforms so I could just upload my stuff. I didn't have to worry about building the website yet, you know? Mm -hmm. So I went with mini vids and loyal fans. And those have been, those have been. Prepared. I had to give you, I had to give you props. I could not get a serial loyal fans to save my life. Every time I look up, you got a loyal fan sale. I'm like, damn, y'all, I can't crack that egg. And it, it's crazy because, like, I'll be completely honest. I have three subscribers on loyal fans, three, but I get a lot of interactions from. You can do like paid messaging on there. I get a lot of interactions from the video store and the messaging. Like people might not subscribe and that's fine, but they're still talking to me. It's, I definitely like loyal fans. It's a good platform. Yeah, cause I see that you use other functions within these platforms to make money. Why don't you, why don't girls use more of the functions? They might not know how to use them yet. Learning the platforms. I'm still learning how to use Minivids for real. Like, I don't know how to fully use that platform. <laughs> you just have to learn how to use them. I've had, uh, even on OnlyFans, I really didn't even know how to use it until probably August. Mm -hmm. And learning different functions on OnlyFans helped me go from, like, 15% to 7%. Mm -hmm. And then it'll get yeah. there. I yeah, because 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 the biggest mistake that girls think is the money is made with the content, the boy, girl, the fucking, the solo. That's not where the money is at. That's just the advertising. The money is in the services. The money is in the webcam, the live shows. If you able to pull that off, the custom videos, hell, selling fucking panties. I mean, I'm just saying. <laughs> it is. I do custom videos twice a month. I do sexting. I do uh, video chat some. I have to do those when I'm on the road and have Wi-Fi. But you have to interact. That's what's really helped. Of course, video sale and stuff, but the interaction is what keeps them there. And they know that on my end, it's genuine. I'm the one that responds to my fans, my supporters. Don't know really what to call them yet. <laughs> I'm the one that talks to them and they know that because we can have a sexual conversation or mm -hmm. talking about some weird shit sometimes that's not even sexual. So I mean, but but to be honest with you, um that's why if a female is able to use webcam, it if you want to go there, it's a good option because especially if you're a good talker, you're a good listener. Because the whole point is a lot of times that what they're there for. They just to have someone to talk to. You know, that's what the money be making. Some, sometimes you make money by even having to show a tit. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and if you can remember what y'all talked about when you talk to them <laughs> next time, there you go. I'm sorry, I couldn't do it. I smoke too much weed. <laughs> <laughs> I smoke too much weed. <laughs> So she, that was so, one of the biggest things in the strip club just because I would remember people and they'd be like, yeah. oh, shit, you're not in here fucked up? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she the sober one. <laughs> we like her. <laughs> yeah. But now I'm going to ask you this. Do you think the strip club kind of prepared you for this? Kind of, because I won't uh, 
deal with nobody's bullshit. If that mm. makes like mm. working there gave me tough skin. It gave me the you're not gonna waste my time attitude. Mm. Like that that did prepare me for it. Oh yeah, cause um now the other thing I wanted to ask you was this um when it comes to like the money, cause a lot of people act like when you first start this shit, you make a shitload of money. Um, or the money comes fast. They don't understand the journey. They they watch the race, they watch the finish line, but they won't watch the race. You get what I'm coming from? Yeah. So it's like when you started with the content, what was your thought process when you start putting it up as far as money, when you were looking for that payout? You know, did you think it was going to be easy money? Did you think it was going to be fast money? So I didn't think it was going to be easy because I've known other people that are either. Um, mm-hmm. I actually didn't expect my stuff to do as well as it has. Mm-hmm. To be truthful, I really didn't. Like this time last year, I couldn't imagine making what I make now. Mm-hmm. But I also invest a lot. That first check I got from Slumper Pass, I went and bought yeah. a GoPro and I went and bought some lights because I wanted my content to look good. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I got the best I could get within my budget. Mm-hmm. You have to invest. I mean, I probably invest probably a, a, at least a thousand dollars a month right now, at least. Mm-hmm. That's on some travel, and you gotta buy outfits. You gotta do all this stuff. You have to pay for editing programs. You have to be ready to invest into it. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like it's. It takes money to make money. It really does, and it's like I said, I'm at the top seven percent. I'm not. Mm-hmm. At the top two, one now, 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 we about to have a real conversation here. <laughs> All right, please explain to my smoker this percentage because you have girls that sit here and they brag about what percentage they are on OnlyFans, and it, I don't think people truly understand what the percentage means. And and no, actually, what it means and and what's the point of it? Go ahead. Okay, so I'm gonna start with the top twenty percent because that's kind of the top twenty percent is only about three, maybe four hundred dollars a month. So keep that in mind as you go up. Ten uh, percent is about eight, about eight hundred dollars a month at ten percent. Mm-hmm. That in mind, and then where I'm at now. Mm-hmm. I've made, I think, like $1,400 at the top 7% in the last month. So you have to really be in like that three, two, one, point zero, whatever, to be making thousands. And see, that's, it, it, it like, it, it's, it's like, I, like I try to explain to people. Would you... When they sit there and hear the girls, because this was the one thing I hate when girls did. When girls were posting how much they were making, it kind of gave people the wrong impression of the money of porn. Not how it's made, but just how it comes. You know, period. Because, yeah, I was looking like, even when, I'm glad many bids didn't, uh, took down their rankings. I think they took down their rankings, because if you actually, because they put the rankings with how much the motherfucker made. So when you look at number one, number one won't that far off from number 10. But it is. It is. It really yeah. is. I mean, yeah. I mean it's, it, now go ahead, what you about to say? Um, 
especially like on OnlyFans, 10%, the top 10%, and the top 1% are very, very far apart. Yeah. Um, it's, I usually make a couple hundred dollars a month on mini vids. Same thing for loyal fans. Loyal fans is probably about probably five, six hundred dollars a month. Mm-hmm. But and yeah, that's what I'm saying, yeah. That's what I'm talking about. It's just it just five, six hundred, but but see, all that adds up though. That's the point of why you have why you have to have multiple sites, multiple fucking checks. It really does. Because obviously, like I said, I'm still at the point where my page shoots are my priority because that's what pays majority of my bills what i make on OnlyFans, loyal fans and mini vids that kind of just goes right back into what i'm doing now here's the other part of this how often do you get your page shoots uh kind of whenever i want them to be for real but <laughs> it, it like, like pretty much, you might want to do one a month two a month um this month i had COVID this month so i was uh home for the first part of the month this month I have when I come to Vegas I have one, two, three, four. I have six when I come to Vegas. So see, see, see now. Yeah, she get it, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> no, no, because see, no, because you think about this. When you go, you ain't say content shoot. These are paid shoot. That means she's yeah. guaranteed to be paid. Six times. Now, I'm not going to go into how much per scene. We don't need to know about all that. Even though I probably already know off the top of my dome. So, right there, she's definitely breaking more than even out this motherfucker. I guarantee you that off of that. Because, see, that's the other thing, too, when it comes to page shoots. You want enough patients when you go to a city that you are breaking even. That including your TTS. Yes. Yes, definitely. And then, like I said, while I'm there, I'll do, like, video calls and stuff. So that'll... Mm-hmm. But I I cannot travel somewhere and not profit. Like, breaking even isn't acceptable, honestly. Like, it's it's just not... No. that that. But see, no, but that was the one thing they were telling telling me back in the day. They were t- they t- telling me that, uh, to tell my girls, don't worry about coming out of Hollywood. Film your own shit, put out your own shit. Because there ain't enough shoots out here. You feel me? Because there used to be a time where a girl can go out to Hollywood. She, she'll sit for a month and trust me, she she cake. Cake. Because it was just that many couples that were shooting. You know, period. So the fact that in 2023, you still can walk into Vegas and come away with six paid gigs. <laughs> That speaks volumes, darling. Thank for real. you. And you was, in my correct, you was nominated for ABN. I was. That was a shock, and I appreciate everybody that nominated me. <laughs> oh my God! When you found out how how what was you doing, and, and what was your thought process? So ABN. I was already coming that weekend. Yeah. For sh- already had paid shoots lined up. I was coming that weekend for shoots. Um. And when I found out, I was like, fuck, are you serious? Like, I had people sending it to me. People were texting it to me. Mm -hmm. I was like, fuck it, I'm going to go to the show then, you know? I already had a nice dress I'd had for uh, some photo shoots, so I already had a dress in the closet. I was like, I'm going, and um, I'm going to go meet Sophia Rose. And that's what I did. (laughs) 
Oh, God. So did you get to meet him? I actually did. Um, I just got off the plane, and I went to go pick up my ticket to the award show. Yeah. So didn't have no makeup on. I was in, like, just, like, leggings and a mm -hmm. regular shirt. And I seen her, and I was like, damn, I need to go talk to her right now. <laughs> like, I don't give a fuck how I look. I need to go introduce myself to her and talk to her right now. Mm -hmm. And I did. And she was super kind, super nice to me. We've had some interactions on Instagram, but it it was nice to meet her in person because she's kind of like the person I've seen that helped me be comfortable with myself as a bigger woman. So I told her that, made her tear up a little bit. We got some really shitty pictures, <laughs> <laughs> but I would cherish those pictures. <laughs> oh my God. But no, but, but, but see, that would have been all I'm about to say is, um, Ladies like y'all don't realize how much y'all do inspire the next generation, the next people, you know, because you might have females that are built like they are BBWs that are not comfortable in their size, don't realize that they're sexy. And then they see ladies like y'all or what have you, you know, because let's just be honest, being porn can really make a female confidence go skyrocket. I mean, I'm sorry. It, it, if if you have an issue with your looks after doing adult film, because <laughs> I'm sorry, it's nothing more complimentary than a motherfucker buying your shit. Yeah, you gotta keep yourself humble a little bit, because I'll be walking through the house looking in the mirror like, God damn, <laughs> <laughs> they pay for all of this. <laughs> yeah, but shoot, but I mean, but um. <clears throat> But I don't think really BBWs really think about that. How much they inspire others. You know. That's why I try to any photographers I work with, I'm like, please leave cellulite, leave my stretch marks. Please leave me as I am so other women see it and they can be okay with themselves. Please don't make me look like a piece of plastic because mm -hmm. I have stretch marks. I have the cellulite. Please leave that there. Yeah, because cause I be loving your pictures. And, and the fact that you were wearing heels. I love the fact you wear heels. Oh, God. I was like, damn, she got on heels. She's my kind of lady. I, I could work with you. <laughs> I definitely like the, I prefer the pleasers, like the stripper heels mm -hmm. over heels. They're more comfortable. That's, I know that's crazy to say, but those heels are definitely more comfortable. So shoot, so I mean, you being a dancer, have you got on stage at the end of Zonicas and, and, and drop it like it's hot? <laughs> um, no, I've done. I did the BBW fashion show in twenty twenty one. Whenever the mm -hmm. friend I was talking about, like she makes the plus size outfits, I went with her and did that. Mm -hmm. And then I did uh, the one in DC. But no, I'm not gonna be up there dancing. Gonna <laughs> 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 pay for that. <laughs> oh my God, I'm gonna say that's why you in uh ever attended like any like the BBW, you know, strip parties and stuff like that, where have you be it that that someone in your background? Yeah, I've um there's a group called the Queen of Diamonds in Memphis. Yeah, I know about them legendary. Yeah, yeah I go down there sometimes, waiting for the next event to pop up for that. So Yeah, I knew you did some parties. Ain't no way in hell you shook your ass in the strip club. You ain't do no BBW parties. <laughs> hey, that's like that's that was what it was because I was traveling from Arkansas back to Kentucky. So Memphis is right there in the middle. Mm. So I would plan my trips for when they were having events. 
so I can stop there and dance and make the rest of the trip. Like their their events are definitely a lot different. They have a little area set up so all mm. the girls can perform. You got your tables, you got your couches. It's just that's my type of yeah, 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 yeah. Cause that's, I was like, nah, yeah, I'd love to see your ass at goddamn uh, stripper party. <laughs> Cause, because, because I'm pretty sure uh, that that you know how to give a lap dance. Oh, definitely. Like grinding is, I feel like it's underrated. Like the lap dances are definitely underrated. You, if you can give a good lap dance, you can do anything. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I see. I see you ride a dick, so I, yeah, I, I, I'm pretty sure you give great lap dances. <laughs> you can make me blush here a little bit, but give some great. Now, now I ask you this: Do you like to ride dick? Because the reason why I ask this because it became a theme lately in, in the show. Uh, because I a lot of BBWs don't like to ride dick. Actually, major reason. So what? I do. Um, if it's on a couch, even better because I can. <laughs> I can. How do I do you like to ride dick? But go ahead. <laughs> if it's on a couch, like that's a firmer environment, it's easier to do. Mm-hmm. The couch or the floor is the easiest, but yeah. Yeah. If you have a male talent that knows what he's doing on the bottom that can give you a little bit of support underneath your ass. That's where it's at. Hey, I, I, on the bottom too. I, I just can't lay there. I gotta pump it back. <laughs> <laughs> hey, you you can lay there. You don't even have to pump nothing. Just like give me a little bit of muscle there. Oh, I oh, oh don't, don't worry. You won't. I, I even part the butt cheeks to give to give a little more space. Yeah, I know what to do. See, I just uh, I retweeted the scene with Don Prince, and you can watch him if you're a male mm-hmm. talent. Watch fucking Don Prince on the bottom. He's giving you that support. Like that's. Yeah, because it, because it, that's the other part of working with established male talent versus if you just working with a content creator. They know what to do because they are experienced in being in front of that camera. Just like I know people laugh when I sit here talk about sp- spread the butt cheeks when she ride the dick. It's a purpose for that. It's one so the camera man can see how much dick she's really taking, and two you can see her moving up and on the up and up on the dick so you can see the pussy move on the dick as well as the ass, whatever. And two you also give her a little bit of support with her back. Yep. And see, um, I learned so much from Don because he taught me how to eat pussy on camera when I'm shooting with other BBWs. That's important because you want to yeah. see, the, you want to see the suction. You, you got to yeah, you got to turn your face a certain way and everything too. Yeah, hold that thigh out, keep their legs spread so you get in there. But yeah. I took notes on that so that my scenes with girls are better. Mm-hmm. You have to get the angle right, and you. You have to get in there. Don't be out here fake eating pussy, girls. Don't do it. <laughs> oh no, I've seen a scene where uh, a girl. I can tell that one of the girls wasn't into girls, <sighs> and she was one of my favorite porn stars too. I was like, "You should have just said no to that." But you didn't need that money. You didn't need that money, damn it. <laughs> you didn't need that fucking money. Oh my god. So yes. So um, I'm definitely looking forward to seeing more of your stuff, though. Cause yeah. I'm like, cause, cause you say you was in it for a year. I was like, don't seem like a goddamn. Yeah, you came on, you came on strong. I ain't gonna front for a rookie year. You came on very strong. I so. think uh, May 21st was when the first scene was shot, and then it dropped on June 10th. So I'm really not even at 
the year. Oh, yeah, yeah, it's crazy as hell. It's like, yeah, I mean, but it, like I said before, it speaks to one your professionalism because the word probably go around that you're good to work with, and two, you do great work on camera. You know, period. Because like I tell people, it's not about if you sex or not. It's about can you make it sexy? Yeah. Because sometimes it's not going to be sexy, but you got to make no. it sexy. <laughs> Hell no. She, no. Sometimes we want it ugly. What the fuck? Goddamn. I be telling girls, they be worried about their sex face. I'm like, don't worry. We want to see the shit. Stop. You got an eyelash uh, on your forehead afterwards. <laughs> yeah, I'm sorry. I just seen girls lose a wig out this motherfucker. I done knocked the wig off my damn self. <laughs> I just did a scene with um, Gotham City Erotica, and I had a pink mm-hmm. wig. And I know that thing was sitting back like this, <laughs> but <laughs> so so you self booked for the most part. Yeah, that's what I do. That's- so is it you reaching out to them, or they reach out to you? It's a mix, and usually there's only one person that I've worked with that I'm not going to work with again, and that's on my choice. Usually, mm-hmm. the people I work with, they definitely rehire me because. Mm-hmm. I just oh, keep for sure. They yeah. get used, it sells, and then I don't aggravate them. Like, I'm mm. not like, can we shoot? Can we shoot? No. Um, I tell them when I'm in their city or when I'm yeah. going to be in there. Yeah, that's how you're supposed to do. Send yeah. one email, say, I'm going to be in town these dates. Let me know if you want to work. Yeah. Because if you sit there and butt the fuck out of them, they ain't going to work with you at all. Yeah, that's aggravating. And I mean, then it makes. I feel like at that point, it makes you look like you need that fucking shoot. So they might want to push you to a different level that you're not comfortable with. I don't mm-hmm. want to be, I don't want to be pushed to do stuff I'm not ready to do. Like that's not. Yeah, because a lot of times desperation causes problems. Yeah. You know, because um, it's a point like it, it sometimes ladies don't realize this too. Sometimes you have to walk away from this. Sometimes you may have to walk away from a shoot. If they don't fit you or 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 you're comfortable with, and it's okay, ladies gotta understand it's okay to say fucking no in this business. Yep. I've said no right away to some. I've had to say no on set one time. Mm -hmm. Thankfully, like on that set when I did say no, I did Mm -hmm. try some because I was very like upset about it. But the producer and stuff was like, it's fine. I promise mm. you this is fine. Thank you for letting me know how you feel about this. Mm. Let's shoot something else tomorrow that's not this. Mm-hmm. And just work with me through it. But I did say no to that. You have to say no to some stuff. You have to. Yeah. You can't be scared because I think that's uh, where things go left on set a lot. You know, period. That a female just go with it. And, and, and they may not feel 100% comfortable. And then when the shit go left, they complain about it and this, that, and third, which they have right to do that. But if they open their mouth, it may not went left. I've heard of girls supposed to be doing the just a boy girl scene, get dead at five hours of threesome. No, hell no. <laughs> <laughs> but but where they did it because they needed that money to get home. You feel what I'm saying? It's kind of like you put yourself in that position. Even though it's unpronounced, but you put yourself in a position to where you had you you didn't have a choice, but you had to take it. Yeah. You know, that's why I tell females, nah, even if they're paying for the travel, you still got money to get a goddamn plane ticket home. 
Yeah, please. Please make sure you have at least enough money to go, make it home or book your flights. Like, it's make sure you can get home. Like, that's that's one reason I don't go anywhere. Like, Plumper Pass is the, I'll take that back. Pure BBW did book my flight, but that was fine. But there's only, I'm not going to just let random people book my flights places because they can cancel mm-hmm. that, change it on you. Don't do that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I, and I have been very blessed to not have to be in some shitty positions. But I've also prepared myself for that. That's why I don't go places without having the money to make the deposits and stuff. I won't go if I can't have my own plane ticket and stuff. Just because I don't want to be stuck somewhere. I don't want to be put in that position. Yeah. Grandma said it best. Don't you take some with don't go nowhere you can't come home from. <laughs> it makes me a little emotional because I've I've known girls in some bad spots. Yeah. If you can not be in that position, don't be. Wait. Yeah. Wait a month if you have to. Yeah, it's it's okay. It's okay to turn down a pay shoot because something came up. It's okay. It's okay to say no. So, oh yes. So I I just want to say, yo, you know you know she gonna be back, people. Can I call you a smoke buddy, gorgeous? I mean, go ahead. I only smoke a couple times a year, but go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> y'all heard it. She will be back here on the smokers lounge, and we're gonna bring her onto the premium smoke room. Y'all know what it is. The best smoke is always premium. $4.99 a month. Five premium podcasts for you to enjoy. More unpredictable. More uncensored. More wilder. No telling what might happen. A titty might pop out. They might show off a deal, though. They might suck on a lollipop to show how good their head skills is. You don't know unless you subscribe. <laughs> For $4.99 a month, and you can only watch the premium smoke room or any of these videos for the most part on Spotify. That's right. Spotify has video. You can watch video as well as listen to music on Spotify. So with that being said, Miss Miss Lady, can you tell everybody where they can spend their money on you? Well, you can Google O M Y A Omaya BBW, and my Twitter's gonna pop up. Click that. My links on there with all my X-rated videos, my Instagram, uh, at O underscore M-Y-A underscore B-B-W, Omaya B-B-W. But if you just Google Omaya B-B-W, all my shit's going to come up. That's your easiest way. See, that, 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 that show you how hot she is. She said, Google me, motherfuckers. <laughs> Google me, bitch. Google me. <laughs> So, with that being said, people, you know how we end these things all day, every day. Life is a learning experience. What's the point of the experience if you haven't learned anything? Smoke this over. And so, Maya, can you tell everybody goodbye? Bye.